welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer with Gene Galvin and me, I am Maria Corelli. We are recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience here in Folk School Coffee Parlor of Ludlow, Kentucky. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Judge Jerry Springer! Thank you, thank you! Yeah, let me apologize ahead of time for, uh, for not... In my not wearing my robe. Yeah. Yeah. Where is it? We like yeah. to see that. Where it's, did you? It's, uh, what we're doing is uh, we took a curtain from the Holiday Inn, and yeah. we're sewing it uh, right Got now. It. So there is. It'll be a different looking robe. But no, I'm going to be in robes. It's, hey, a change up tonight. Yes. What? We're excited because uh, we have Maria Corelli has been our third voice now for a while, and we have talked a lot about with Maria about your songwriting and your performing. And uh, you have a band, as you know, the Maria Corelli and her band. And you perform solo and you perform with uh, Georgie... Uh, George, Georgia English as well. George, Georgia English yeah. as well. And uh, But tonight, Maria is going to be the musical performer with her band. That's going to be very <laughs> cool. So am I interviewing myself? Uh, yes. Well, you That's, could. Yeah, you're going to have to ask yourself some. Well, you talk to yourself quite a bit. Yeah, sure. anyway, so. <laughs> Won't be too different. Yeah, which, which I can relate to at this age. We kind of, <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. But I change seats so that I can yes. sit here and see the band. People would know this who aren't watching on Facebook Live, but we uh, change seats so that yeah. I can interview I'm sitting interview in the same her. seat. You always sit in the same seat. <laughs> yeah. You sit in the big chair. Boy, yeah, I'm telling you what. chintzy table. I got it. <laughs> I tell you, they Christmas can't be over soon enough for oh, me. I freaking one? hate Chris. I have gotten to hate Christmas. What? Oh man, what? Hate it. You hate it. From Saint where? From Saint where Saint Cecilia and yes. Immaculate Heart of Mary Catholic School, Xavier University. Yes. Graduate degree from Xavier University yes. as well. The thing that pisses me off about Christmas what? is an odd thing. I have a very good rapport with my wife. You know that. Absolutely. You know that, Maria. You can. You can't fake that. Very you can little see chance me. that they're going to appear. Bef- you two are going to appear before me in court. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, actually, not that <laughs> surprise. <laughs> surprise. Yeah, I'll see you next week. See you next <laughs> week. I'm on the docket. Yeah. But so I love my wife, yes. and and God love her, man. When Christmas rolls around. She makes our condo a winter wonderland. She's got some stuff that we keep oh. in storage. Oh, you know, we got sweet. storage. Yeah. It's very cool. And she's got nutcrackers and this and that. And it just makes it really cool. But she brings in this stuff with glitter. I'm and done that, with glitter. I don't want oh, any more glitter oh, in yeah. my life. Yeah, And then you have to put it, all this stuff away. I don't put anything away, and I don't set anything up. I don't get anywhere near the glitter. It's like, you know, the flu or something. I don't get near it. But then I go place. I walk in here at Folk School Coffee Parlor, and this is what I get. Catfish. In front of other people, Maria says, oh, you wearing glitter now, Gene? Uh. What's the deal? I mean, you know, like, uh, I'm not judging, yeah. but yeah. Well, you're wearing glitter, yeah. and I look, and I've got... You know, it, glitter, you know how it goes, Maria? Like it yeah. sparks, you get it in the sun, and you cannot get it's, it off. It, oh, no. So it's on your hands, yeah. it's on your clothes. And I go to the bank the other day, and somebody's looking at me weird, the yeah. teller, and I'm, 
I don't know this person. I love yeah. to. No, fuck. It's on my shirt. Yeah. Sure. Right, we got to beep that out, guys. Yeah. Right. They weren't looking at you because of the glitter. Uh, no, you don't think so. If you, you go with that, that's good. <laughs> well, that's when you just have to run with it. You have to pretend like you made that part of your outfit. I, yeah. I guess I could. This I could just say, say wear it. You know, yeah. embrace it. It's a big <laughs> thing yeah, because this cool. is, we took the tree. Uh, Mickey is not Jewish, and so we yeah. have the Christmas tree there, and and Mickey's really into it. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. The tree, same the deal. Yeah, oh, beautiful, yeah. beautiful, setup. yeah, beautiful. And then the menorah takes us two minutes. Yeah, nothing to <laughs> it. Toss it in a box. I, I pick it up. Put it in a box. Toss it in a box. <laughs> how come you people? Uh, yeah, how come? All <laughs> the yeah. things. Where well, do we put? The... I think I'm finally coming over to your side. I just oh. want a simple menorah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want any more. Well, Kate, Katie comes to my side. Oh. I'm sure I've told this story before that when Katie was our daughter, when she was a little girl, um, because Mickey's, you know, Protestant and I'm Jewish, on one side of the living room, we have the Christmas tree. And on the other side of the room, we have the menorah. Yep. And then we put Katie in the middle. And at at the count of three, we go, here, Katie, here, Katie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Whichever way she goes, that's what she is. Yeah, yeah. Now, in the end, I told her, follow the money. So she's been Jewish. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we give gifts. You give just do-re-mi. Oh, yeah. 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 Got an idea. Why? Because I I got this idea from talking to people and seeing things and advertisements. There are a lot of cruises that happen. They're in the Caribbean. They're... Yeah, out of Fort Lauderdale, yeah. out of Miami. Then there are all these river cruises in Europe. They're very cool. Belgium. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, Debbie and Harold, who's sitting in the front row, uh, faithful fans of the show, we love them for that. And they did one recently. And my neighbor did one, com- combining it with a bike thing. So they got bikes on the river cruise. And in the daytime, if you want to, you can ride the bikes to the next port. And I was thinking... And I know this happens. I did a little research on this. A lot of performers do river cruises and other cruises for the sake of economics. That is to say, they help the cruise line draw a crowd, fans of that celebrity, let's say. They pay the money, they go on the cruise, and then the celebrity or celebrities entertain the people as part of the deal. Yeah, well, with me, why not just get a rowboat? No. <laughs> We're not going to need a big... Boat. Why couldn't we yes. float the idea of having a Jerry Springer podcast cruise? And by the way, what they'll do is they'll do some cruises where it's an element of the cruise. Because you, if you're not going to draw 1,000 people to fill up a, a, a boat, or you do a river cruise where it's 70 people, 75 yeah, people, a doable yeah, number. Yeah. And what I was thinking is we could do several podcasts from the cruise. People could come just like they come here in the evening, maybe not even every night. But then have some musical performers like yourself, Maria, and oh, yeah, your band. Or, and yeah, I mean, come on. And then the deal is... If we can sell out the cruise, don't you think you then get a free ride on the cruise? What an idea. Well, 
you know, watch his reaction because, like, he doesn't need any help to pay for a cruise. Yeah. I'm not going on any cruise unless I get some kind of deal. Yeah. You know? And Jerry's like, oh, I don't want to go on a cruise with you. This, this is true. And we so can what's talk- your reaction to this? Well, actually, you'll be surprised. All right. Let's yeah. see what we got here. Yeah, this is and, and this is true, and we can discuss it. Or, but, you Keep know, it fresh. I'm, I'm yeah, what do you got? 75. So yeah. Rick was saying, well, what do you want? And we're not going to have, you know, the big party we normally have, you know, with my yeah. childhood friends. So we actually thought that the three couples that normally go sometime late this summer, we would go on a one of those river cruises. Holy crap, we don't need a podcast cruise. <laughs> what so do only, I need a podcast so cruise the only for? The question now is what I just Maria hit the and the gang come Wait, a yeah. Wait a second. Right. Yeah. Hey, and that's actually, a pretty interesting uh, yeah, idea. Yeah, Mickey actually talked about it earlier this week. God, so love Mickey. That would be yeah. love Mickey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I hear you. That that's actually uh, that could be a lot of fun. That could be a very yeah. cool thing. I to also do. just want to take a second and appreciate Gene's boat pun. He said, "Let's float this." He's like, "I want to float this idea uh, past yeah. you." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well yeah. done, Gene. Yeah, well thank done. You. Thank you very much. <laughs> Slip yeah. that one in there. It's on the rundown here. <laughs> <laughs> I got it right there. Right oh, there, that's you know. less impressive. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Well, anyway, so let's uh, let, let's let's be well, thinking. But about actually, all that. having it as a, although the economics wouldn't work in terms of it being a podcast, they're not gonna. They fill up those because we get that brochure every week. What's the name of the Viking? The, the Viking cruise. Yeah. I got one yesterday. Think, yeah. You know, we we are on some list and we get it every yeah. month. And Me we too. look at it all the time and say, wow, it looks so <laughs> cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it comes, um, it's in the middle of the Bentley magazine. <laughs> no. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what, they, they no, that them? isn't it. It's aimed at people who are 80 and older. Yeah. Anyway, you were saying. <laughs> it it's probably a bunch of old, yeah, old probably. people. And, probably. Uh, so, so I don't know that they, even if you, and I'm sure they sell out all of their trips. Man, I did some looking into it, just quick internet stuff, Google stuff. Yeah. And there are uh, a bunch of them that, they're all music niche things. So there's, you know, headbanger, rock groups that are doing them. They're pro- there probably are some old folky groups that are doing them. And there are some... You know, the Eagles might do one. I don't know. Well, if you can draw a crowd and you want to perform like that. I agree. They do take celebrities to draw a crowd. What I am saying is because these river cruises, the the ships, if you call it a ship, are so small that they only hold 70 people, they don't need a celebrity to fill up. I think they fill up all their cruises. I think that's probably true. You know what I mean? Yeah, So they're not going to spend that kind of money, which... Well, I, I might have as much success with uh, <laughs> with Viking Cruise as I have with the Guinness your Book of Records. Is just, <laughs> your business sense is remarkable. Sucks. It, is, yeah. it sucks. I was an educator by you trade, by educator. the way. I was an there educator. Yeah, yeah. I have no, yeah. no business sense. Run it, run it by Lewis. <laughs> no, I, I'm always always afraid to run ideas past our mutual friend Lewis because he's like a zillionaire and he knows how to do business. I clearly don't. Man, this week, Jerry, this past wow. week, so this is, what, the 15th of January. Again, yeah. I always have to remind people, if you're listening in the archive, that's when we did this show. Yeah. And the week before this, big, big news came out sort of like on the weekend about some the FBI leaked reports. The FBI was looking at Donald Trump as a potential traitor or maybe an unwitting helper to the Russians. Uh Several reports that are 
jarring. You had to have, that had to have impacted you as it did the rest of us. What are your thoughts on yeah. that stuff? Uh, I, you know, every week we've got another story. This is by far the biggest news yet out of the entire two years of this Russian or two and a half years of the, of the Russian deal with Trump, by far, because this literally is the most inconceivable thing you can think of that an American president would be owned by another country or would be an asset of a, if not our enemy, certainly our um, competitor and not a friendly one at that. Well, let's start out with what we know. Because what's interesting is why this came to, why did we suddenly find out about it? What we know about Trump and Russia, well, these are the stories that have been covered. We know that Trump properties, the people that buy his condos, that overwhelmingly so many of them are Russian. So Russian money is going into all of his properties. If not an outright investment, then people literally buying his condos uh, around the country, particularly in New York. We know of his Miss Universe pageant in Russia and his efforts to meet with Putin. Uh, we know about him wanting to build the Trump Tower in Moscow. We know what happened at the Republican convention where the only thing Trump wanted changed in the Republican platform was uh, support for Russia when it took over the Ukraine or parts of the or Crimea, parts of the Ukraine. Uh, we know that everybody around Trump is lying, has lied about their meeting with Russians. Every one of them has lied and eventually told the truth when they were threatened or, in fact, prosecuted and when some of them have already pled guilty. So the common denominator with all those people is that they were lying about their connection to Russia. We know about the Trump Tower meeting, which involved, you know, his son and uh, uh, his son-in-law. And we know about Trump Jr. wanting to create a back channel with Russia through the Russian embassy. We know about uh, the firing of Comey. We know that the day after he fired Comey, he met with the Russian ambassador and representatives in the Oval Office with no Americans permitted in there. The only reason we have pictures of all that is because the Russian photographers were in there taking pictures. And we know what we heard him say, you know, I finally, I got rid of uh, Comey, he's a nut job, and, uh, you know, the pressure, the pressure on me is now gone. So we know about how angry publicly he got with Sessions recusing himself from the Russian investigation. We know about his resistance. In fact, even today, there are hearings that he wants to, the administration wants to ease the restrictions on the Soviet, on, Soviet, on the Russian oligarchs that are close to Putin. In other words, he wants to do away with the sanctions that our Congress has put on the Russians for their interfering in our election. So we know all of that. None of that is debated even by the Trump people. They pled guilty to it. 
to, no one denies that. That's what we know. We also know that all of these things, Trump is doing Putin's bidding. Everything Putin would want out of America, Trump has now given him. He wanted, Putin wants us out of Syria so that he can, so that Russia can back Assad and put down their flag in the Middle East and become the major influence in the Middle East, pushing America out, getting America to withdraw its troops from Syria. He wanted America to no longer protest his taking over the Ukraine and his pushing on, uh, uh, taking over Crimea and pushing itself to expanding into the Ukraine. And Trump supported Putin on that. He wants America to do away with the sanctions. Trump is doing that. He wants America to pull out of NATO. And just the last two days, there's this report that Trump has actually been suggesting to his people and asking, why can't we pull out of NATO? For 70 years, relative world peace, certainly in Europe, has been kept because of NATO. If America pulls out of NATO, there's no NATO anymore. The Russians can expand into the rest of Western Europe, and there's nothing there, no power there strong enough to stop them. And Trump wants to withdraw from NATO. He wants to undermine the European Union. Today, we just, we, and he's come out in favor of Brexit. Well, today we found out that Brexit is falling apart. The European Union is falling apart. England may be pulling out. America may be pulling out of its um, working with the European Union. Trump talks to the French president and says, pull out of NATO. It's unbelievable. Trump is doing everything Putin wants, undermining American democracy. Trump goes after our courts. Trump goes after the press. Trump goes after minorities. Weaken all our American uh, alliances, pulling out of the environmental treaty, the Paris Accords. Everything Putin wants, Trump is doing. So we know all the things that have been done. We know that all the things that have been done by Trump are exactly what Putin wants. So the question has always been, is it a coincidence? I mean, that's the only reason we can't connect the dots until this week. We now find out that for the last year and a half, the FBI has been investigating whether our national security is at risk because Trump is an asset of Russia. Maybe a willing asset, maybe an unwitting asset. The term the Russians use is a useful idiot. In other words, you get someone to give you information and do your work and they don't even know they're doing it for you. You know, maybe the deal is, you know, Trump could be in it just for financial reasons. He wants the Trump Tower built in Moscow. He wants money for his properties. So he could be doing it for personal reasons, but it's exactly what Russia wants. And now the FBI has been investigating this. Why is this significant? Never in American history has an American president been under suspicion 
for working for a foreign power. If you wrote a movie about that, they'd throw you, the producers would throw you out. You'd say, that's stupid. That's not going to sell. But oh my gosh, this is so critical. There's no playbook how you investigate. But for the FBI to launch a secret investigation of whether the president of the United States is working for a foreign power, there are so many people at the very top ranks that have to sign off on it. You know Mueller must have some evidence that the public doesn't know about. Everything I've been saying, we know this, we know this, we know that, that wouldn't have done it. Because otherwise we would have known that. So obviously, there is some other information beyond all these coincidences, alleged coincidences, that the FBI must have for it to get approval throughout the Bureau to investigate the President of the United States. And what this evidence might be, we don't know the exact evidence, but we can figure out how they got it. Foreign intelligence TAPS has electronic surveillance, not just American intelligence, but they, they're tapping Russian phones. They're tapping Russian emails. They're hearing what the Russians are saying. So when Trump had that secret meeting with Putin for an hour and a half, two hours, where no one was allowed No American was allowed into that meeting he had with Putin. No American. And there was an interpreter. And when the meeting was over, Trump confiscated the notes the interpreter was taking. So there is no transcript. He made sure that there's no transcript what they talked about. But now the Russians left. Putin flies back to Russia. The ambassador, the Russian ambassador that was in the White House, they fly back to Russia. While they're flying back, they're talking among themselves. There are phone calls among themselves. There are emails among themselves. And they're talking to each other about, this is what Trump said. This is what Trump's willing to do for us. You know, if we give him this Trump Tower, if we do this, if we help him with the banks, if we do, we got him. That's why this investigation is going on, because even though the American press wasn't privy to what's going on and no American reporter was in on the meeting, the Russians know what Trump said, and they're talking to themselves. And now foreign intelligence is letting us know what the Russians got from Trump. And he can hold, they can hold that over Trump. That is why Trump would do all this stuff. Because he knows if the Russians ever say what he said to them, he's screwed. That is the leverage. And that's why this was the biggest story yet on the whole Russian Trump thing. It's not what we already know. It's what we don't know. And the level of evidence the FBI must have had to start the investigation you don't get to investigate the president of the United States by simply, simply saying, you know, those two guys met. 
or he came in, out in favor of Russia with the Ukraine, and maybe a policy we disagree with, but we don't know that that's treasonous or anything. In order to investigate the President of the United States for criminal activity uh, that threatens the security of the United States, you know they had to have been presented with some significant evidence which we yet don't know about. That's what's scary, and that's why the Mueller report has to come out, and we have to hear it all. All right, we're going to ask Maria Corelli to step from her chair up to the microphone. Wow, nicely she done. done. She, didn't, she didn't even trip. She did it. And she's joined by members of her band. I'm going to ask you, hey, why don't we, uh, Maria, as they're setting up, introduce your, the guys in your band. So, yeah, I, uh, I am super happy to introduce um, this band behind me. I think last time I was solo, yeah. I played solo here on the podcast. You um, were so low, we could hardly hear you. <laughs> oh, that is such a... But yeah, so right here over to my right um, on electric guitar, for those who are listening, is going to be Nick Giese. And um, we got Nick Blasky over there on drums. And yep. Lenny Hickey over here to my left on the bass guitar. And right. the name of your group? Um, the dudes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a name. For we the don't. Group. We. I do not have a name uh, just yet for the guys, but for Give now. Give them a name like the <laughs> Maria Corelli and her band. They deserve it. How about the, the Springerinos? <laughs> it's got a ring. All right, do a song for us, Maria, and then yeah. we're gonna chat yeah. with you on the other side about. All of this. Sounds good. Uh, this first one is a song called Feels All Right. And I wrote this one about being on the road. Because um, I've done a, a little bit of touring here and there. And sometimes when you're on the road long enough, it starts to feel like home.
Thank you. That's a great sound, Maria. Yeah, that, and really and that you were talking last week when we were chatting about music, about how you're, you, you shift around a little bit, which is awesome. And you're, you're evolving in your music and sampling different styles. This is a little more rockabilly, which is fantastic sound. Yeah. And by the way, the song, there have been a lot of songs written, I suspect, about the hard life of On the Road. Mm -hmm. wears you out, beats you down, makes you drink, blah, blah, blah. And this song is different. This song <laughs> is, you know, on the road again makes you feel that too, Willie Nelson thing. Yeah. That I love being on the road. I can't wait to get back out on the road. Yeah. And I like that sentiment that's Thanks. in that song. Yeah, that's what... Uh, Never do done it, but I think I could relate to that. <laughs> how, how do you get cable? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> Plus, who has cable anymore? Yeah, 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 there's cable. What's cable? What's I cable? Know. How I do know. you get Netflix? Yeah. On my phone? Yeah. Uh, so where can people hear this iteration of your performing, this band? Um, well, I have a website, uh, com. And spell Corelli for people, because uh, people might really want to look this up. Yeah, it's one of those silly... Uh, double-lettered Italian last names. It's yeah. two R's, two L's, so C-A-R-R-E-L-L-I. So silly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you, yeah. if you go there, they could hear some of it. Yeah, and, there yeah. and um, there's uh, some stuff that'll be released here soon on Instagram and, and Facebook. And um, so I have an album coming out in April, April, two th or sorry, April uh, 13th. 2019. <laughs> Good. And, wow. and, uh, and will these guys be on that album? Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. fantastic. Uh, most, or some of them, actually. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so we, um, uh, we've got um, some exciting stuff coming out here soon. So like a music video and oh, stuff like super. that. So keep an nice. eye out. <laughs> Great sound. And uh, you know what? I'm going to ask if you guys will come back again next week. and we're, Because that way we can hear another song. Oh, yeah. And we would love to do that. And wear so, the same too. outfit. Yeah, so if you're listening, make sure you get the next episode because we're going to have Maria Corelli and her band back on. Take us out on Down by the Riverside, would you? And Jerry will jump in on this. Okay, good. Be unbelievable. <laughs> Down by the riverside